Hello and welcome to today's Bible broadcast episode. We're so thankful that you've joined us today. As we'll be continuing here in our study of the book of Mark, I encourage you to grab your Bible here and join me. Mark chapter number one. Here in verse 35, I want you to notice something. And in the morning, rising up a great while before the day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. Now, I want you to catch the context of where we're at. It's such a profound truth. It shows so much uh, dedication. It gives us such an example for us. Now, here in verse 35, what preceded verse 35? Well, if you look at verse 21, you see that Jesus, he is in Capernaum, and he enters into the Sabbath, into the synagogue on the Sabbath day. So everything from, uh, from Mark 1, 21 to Mark 1, 34 all took place in one day. From early in the morning till late at night, Jesus was ministering. He, he was casting out devils. He was healing Simon's mother-in-law. He, he, was, he was healing others. The Bible gives us the account that this Sabbath day that Jesus started in 21 and ended in 34, it, it was a day full of ministry. But did you catch in verse 35 that in the morning of that next day, in the morning, Rising up a great while before the day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. You would think that after a day full of ministry, Jesus would have maybe slept in a little bit. He might have uh, taken some rest, but notice what, what Jesus does. Notice the priority that Jesus had in prayer. He rose up a great while before the day. Jesus's phone was not going to distract him. Now, of course, I'm being silly because there were no phones at this time. But Jesus rose up early in the morning, a great while before the day. You know, it's just a practical note. This is one that I'm challenged with, is that how many people call you at five o'clock in the morning? How many people call you at six o'clock in the morning? For the most part, nobody is really calling or texting us that early in the morning. And isn't that such a great time to get alone with the Lord? Now, I understand that some people, they have a work schedule that they work at five o'clock in the morning. They work really early in the morning and they, and they sleep throughout the day. And, and so I completely understand that. But, but what is Jesus illustrating here? Well, Jesus is illustrating that we should have a time set apart every day where we pray. A time set apart where distractions are limited. Friends, can I tell you that your phone, my phone, is the greatest enemy to our prayer life, I think, that has ever come up. Our phones, they're everywhere. In fact, I have an Apple Watch. I'll I'll do a shameless plug for Apple. I am an Apple guy. But this Apple Watch is the most distracting thing known to mankind when it comes to my prayer life. How many of you, you start to pray You start to mention things before the Lord. You start to mention people before the Lord. And before you know it, that thing starts vibrating. Your phone starts ringing. It starts to go off. Uh, uh, How many of you, you can relate with what I'm saying? It seems that the devil wants to bring up distractions when we get serious and try and get alone with God. But you see, Jesus, it was a great while before the day. He went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. Jesus had a priority on his prayer life. Why? Well, because Jesus was, first of all, setting the example for us that we should do the same, that we should prioritize our prayer life. But Jesus recognized that his power, that his strength, 
It didn't come from his flesh, from his humanity. Now, I want you to know, of course, I am not saying by any stretch of the imagination that Jesus was not God and that he was just a man. But no, he was a man and he was God. He was 100% of both. You say, that doesn't make any sense. Well, welcome to the club. We may not be able to fully wrap our minds around how that worked. But the Bible teaches us that Jesus emptied himself and became obedient unto death, even the death of the cross. He made himself a servant. Now, what does that that mean? It means that Jesus, he did not take advantage of the prerogatives of his deity. That Jesus, he he emptied himself and he took upon himself the form of a servant. He, He wrapped himself in human flesh. And the Bible says that he was tempted in all points like as are we. The Bible says that he hungered, that he thirsted like a man. Now, he was 100% God, but he emptied himself of those prerogatives of his of being God, of being deity. And, and we see here that Jesus is setting the example, that Jesus not only sets the example, but goes to God as the source of his power and his strength. Friend, if you and I are going to do anything for God in this day and age— We're going to have to get away from the phone. We're going to have to get away from the computer. We're going to have to get away from the distractions. We're going to have to get alone with God. The book of Matthew tells us that when we enter into our closet to pray, now some of you may have a specific closet that you go into, but but if you don't, what is Jesus, what is the Bible teaching us? It teaches us to get alone with God, to get alone with God. I'm reminded of a story in Genesis where I believe it was Jacob that when he was alone, God came to him. You know, when there's distractions, it's more difficult to hear and to decipher God's voice. Remember, he speaks in a still small voice. He speaks through his word. And if there's so many distractions going on around us, it's difficult to decipher, is this God talking or is this something else? We need to get alone with God. Jesus, he set this great priority in his prayer life to where he said, look, I'm going to rise up a great while before the day. Yes, I've had a long day of ministry the day before, but it's important. I need to prioritize it. Friend, do you prioritize your prayer life? I'm talking to myself. Do I prioritize my prayer life? If I can be honest with you, my prayer life is something that I need to work on. I need to work on praying more because I cannot do it. Myself, Landon Street, cannot do it in and of my flesh. I have to have God's wisdom, God's power, God's strength, and I only get in contact with that through prayer. I want you to notice here, verse 36, And Simon and they that were with him followed after him. And when they had found him, they said unto him, All men seek for thee. And he said unto them, Let us go into the next towns, that I may preach there also. For therefore came I forth. And he preached in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and cast out devils. We see Jesus' ministry expanding from Capernaum to the villages and the cities that surrounded it. But I still want you to notice, I don't want you to miss this. Before Jesus went to minister, he got alone with God. Before you and I can do anything for God, we've got to get alone with him. How many times have you tried to do something in your own flesh and you found out you're not enough? We have to go to God, to the one who is enough. I want to give you a personal illustration here as we close today's podcast episode. But I remember I was working, I worked Teen Extreme down at Pensacola Christian College. It was a teen camp. I went there, surrendered to preach there. God worked in my life there more than probably any other place. And um, I remember working that, that summer. I mean, we were working on three, four hours of sleep 
but it seemed that every day God gave me just enough sleep, enough energy throughout the day. I never one time was like, oh man, I need a nap. I mean, I had I had an energy. Why? Well, because I was serving the Lord in that capacity through his strength, through his power. There's nothing special about me, but it was that God was giving me the strength that I needed, the grace that I needed to continue serving him in that capacity. And it's kind of funny the next year I went as a counselor uh, with our church youth group, and I, and I went as a counselor, and I remember it was like, and I'd get eight hours of sleep, and it was like, man, I'm so tired still. Why? Well, because I wasn't, I wasn't doing camp ministry like I had the year before with the grace that God had given me in that time. I wasn't I wasn't working and, and God wasn't giving me the, the the strength that I had the year before and it was funny um, the the difference that it was the the how much I was working uh, through the spirit that first year when I was actually working and then as a counselor how I didn't need that grace because I wasn't working I, di- I didn't need that su- his sufficiency in that specific area I needed it in other areas absolutely don't miss what I'm saying but it, it was humorous to me how how I would wake up in the morning as a counselor and I would say man I could use a nap here after a while um, but as a worker God had given me the grace and the strength that I needed. And I remember starting every day in my devotions, going to the source of that power. And it's amazing how when we get alone with God, He gives us what we need. When we get alone with God, He gives us all that we need. And friend, today I encourage you, get alone with God. Spend time in prayer. Pray for others. Pray for yourself. There's nothing wrong with praying for yourself. I encourage you to pray for those that need to be saved. We see Jesus here. He prioritizes His prayer life. And I wonder... Do you do the same? Do you do the same? Do you prioritize your prayer life? Well, I pray that you have a great rest of your day, a good rest of your week, and we look forward to being with you again here in the future.